What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Forever. Dog. Have you ever thought about getting into real estate? Getting into real estate? Yes. Um, and only because, like, not because I thought I would be good at it, but only because, like, <laughs> when... Because that's uh, what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Like, you know, when it, when when everyone, when you're poor in New York, everyone's like, you should be a, you know, you should get into real estate. You should be a broker. You should, you know. <laughs> you should invest in some property. Oh God! <laughs> no, I, I, there was one time. Well, when my first friend, um, but the first friend of mine who, uh, got a house, mm-hmm. um, was the first time I ever thought like I would even put money into like, a land or something like like, and that was only. Right. Well, I guess I was going to say only, but that was probably like 10 years ago now. Wow. That, <laughs> that's a really long time. <laughs> it was only. You want to know something that's sad? Yeah. And I'm going to. Uh, so Tessa and I, you know, we're like, for those who don't know, in the podcast, Tessa is the spokesperson for H&R Block. And oh, snap. <laughs> so you get you know significant amount of money uh doing that and you know this year wasn't uh, or last year was pretty decent year for me as well and so we had more money than we've ever had before you know in our lives both of us combined and we were like hey maybe you know this is the time where people start looking at houses you know you gotta you buy a, buy a house you live oh, the american no. dream you become a homeowner oh, and no. so <laughs> We were looking at prices here in L.A., L.A., where uh, a lot of this movie is based, um, where in this movie, they buy an entire building, <laughs> an entire building that houses 12 different banks in downtown Los Angeles in what they talk about as some of the most expensive real estate in the area. They buy an entire building for under $1.6 I believe. <laughs> yeah, but that- let let me tell you right now that if you have 1.6 million, you'll be lucky to get a house with four bedrooms and three bathrooms. You'll be lucky. They were paying. Hold on, I'm telling you, you'll be lucky. That means you got to steal. Yeah. They were paying Nicholas Holt though. They're paying him a buck fifty an hour to do his 
to do his job. You know, it was just a different time. Just money, you know, like, because, but it, it was like you worked really hard to get a buck 50, mm-hmm. you know, you know, and so like 1.5 million, yeah, you know, yeah. back then was, mm-hmm. is, okay, <laughs> yeah, do the math, do the math, James, is, is much yeah, baby. larger. It's much larger back then than it is now. Like we're closer yeah. to one point five million. There now you go. Do the calculations. Then back then, when come you on, not, baby, you were not. Yeah, you, back then, it took a while for you to get to one point five million. But now, exactly, you can exactly. like sneeze and get to. There you go. That's James the banker. <laughs> I, I saw that one coming. Just because you were doing the calculations. <laughs> no, and... don't. <laughs> Don't repeat what, because well, I'm just saying because you were talking about the 1.5 million back. You then. get because like cause you, back you, then, you knew what it was, James. When you play a monopoly, are you the banker? <laughs> I t- I typically am the banker, and James, when you shoot basketball, do you you this? always you always hit the ball off the backboard? And you call yourself the banker? No, no I don't. I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't call myself. And hopefully no one on the court says, oh, I'm the banker. When they just... <laughs> there should be a basketball player who always who always uses the back, backboard and they, all, and they call him the banker. No. Uh... <laughs> all right. It's time to start the show. All right. Jonathan Raylock. James Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. In Quarantine City, he never needed his glasses. It's the only line I could remember. What that's else? That's hilarious. <laughs> that's hilarious. That that's the. Also, I gotta say, I didn't understand that line. <laughs> <laughs> I, they said the, that line like it was like they said that line like Mark Ruffalo says, "I'm always angry." You know what I mean? <laughs> like the the way in which that line was said was like it was like. He he never needed his but glasses. It, and you're like, oh, I, snap, he about to become the Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> but I think that was what it was. Because they kept they keep talking about how, like, you're really, you know, you're really an activist. You're really, you know, you're a part of the movement. They, like, keep telling him that. And, like, we're just supposed to think that, like, no, he's this unassuming guy. And then he was like, no, he he didn't need his glasses. And he he told he he told them what's what. Right. You know? He mm-hmm. gave it to those white people. <laughs> and it, but it but what was frustrating about it, because you know, as a as a glasses wearing uh person, mm-hmm. what was frustrating about it and probably the reason that it stands out to me is later when they showed the picture so when they when he took the picture with the president in the movie, he's wearing his glasses. But then when when <laughs> When you see the actual picture, he's not wearing his glasses in that picture, which that's true. Which makes me go like, did he only sometimes wear his glasses? And like, or is to- this completely fabricated <laughs> yeah, just like, for the movie? And they were like, they were like, here's the thing: the real person never wore glasses. <laughs> and you're like, what? 
I don't. Why does that matter? Does it make him more unassuming? Is that the whole point? Anyway, I think that was the whole point. Got it. All right. Well, uh, (laughs) if you haven't realized by now, uh, my name is Jonathan Braylock. I don't know how you haven't realized that by now. (laughs) And my name's James the Third. No, what I actually meant to say is Gerard Milligan is not here. Um, He's not. No, he's um, uh, waiting for for movers or. Or yeah, he's getting like his that? stuff. He's getting his stuff from New York, and he's taking it to the city of Angels. Why did you say it like that? Because like I was, I was getting prepped to do the bit that he does when you set up the show. Oh, okay. And I, cool. I'm just uh, in that mindset. <laughs> all right, great. Stay in there. The, for the <laughs> for those listening for the first time, uh, we are a film review podcast. Yeah, we are. We, Review movies of leading black actors. That's right, black people in this joint. We talk about them in the context of race and diversity in Hollywood. Yeah, we talk about the shit that we go through all the time. Okay, and today we are reviewing <laughs> the 2020 film The Banker, uh, released by Apple TV, meaning... Um, what, about 78% of our listeners won't be able to see this movie? We don't know. Maybe they got, maybe they got, maybe every single person who subscribes to this podcast has Apple TV. Yeah. Well, if you had, if you bought a new Apple device in the last, uh, you know, six, seven, eight months or so, uh, you'll have a free one year subscription to Apple TV. And by the the time that year runs up, uh, maybe some of us will still have it and maybe some of us won't. Yeah. My year is up in like two months. So we'll see. (laughs) We'll see if I keep doing it. but uh, no, the, the, so <laughs> we have this film called The Banker. It starts Anthony Mackie uh, and Samuel Jackson and Nia Long. Um, it's a very, oh, and Nicholas Holt. Um, and this film is, um, it, it was going to be released uh, last year, kind of during award season's time. Uh, but there were some uh, controversy because the son of... Uh, the main character in this film yes. uh, Bernard was, was Bernard accused by his, by his half-sister of sexual abuse. Um, and he was a co-producer of the film, so they wound up taking his credit out. And I guess just to avoid, you know, <laughs> the bad press, uh, they delayed the uh, release of this film. Um, it is, it's sad that that... Uh, it's all like this, you know, we kind of talked yeah. about this last with. time with Birth of a Nation, mm-hmm. right? Like where you have a really, you know, an important black historical story to tell, but it's yep. overshadowed by trash men. ass men. <laughs> trash <laughs> ass men. Yeah. Stop it's r- fucking yeah. shit up for everybody else. Be it a really, good person. <laughs> all right. It really sucks. <laughs> it really, really does suck. Um, uh, because this is a very interesting uh, real story about uh, two African-American entrepreneurs who wound up buying a bunch of property in Yo. Los Angeles uh, in what was then white-only neighborhoods um, and then uh, decide, hey, let's try to buy a bank in yep. Texas, which is even more racist. 
which is crazy um, uh, that it's still true today. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, no, that so very interesting, very interesting film. Uh, what else do I need? To, oh yeah, I guess we'll talk about. Um, since this was release, released on Apple, we obviously don't have uh, any, um, what do you call it, box office. Yeah. And Apple doesn't release numbers really either. Uh, but Rotten Tomatoes score currently is 77%, which is fresh. And the audience score is 100%. Now, yeah. there's only 90 ratings for the audience, but still. And when it first came out, the ratings were were re- low like it was 57 uh, 57 63 around there when it when it when it first came out and so now like uh, now that people are i guess more people have seen it mm-hmm. it's gotten a much better score which i think is right yeah the metacritic metacritic score is is much lower it's 59 Ugh. um <laughs> Uh, they only they only do certain amounts of reviews. Like they only have nineteen reviews, whereas Rotten Tomatoes has seventy one. Um, f- fifty nine for Metacritic is not is not as bad as it is it is it is for Rotten Tomatoes, but it's still not great, obviously. Yeah. Um. So yeah, what else? I mean, yeah, and this was of course based on a true story. Uh, so we'll talk about some of the I you know fact versus fiction stuff but um yeah what yeah. else do i have to say nothing really yeah, that's it I mean, you that's did, it you covered that we, 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 we laid that out what's up folks this podcast is sponsored by earning life doesn't happen bi-weekly so why should payday the money you earn could be in your hands today with earning earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work up to a hundred dollars per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine. Enjoy earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Hello. 
like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartland! Don't miss our new series, Smartless on the Road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else. Like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with. When you're supposed to be working... But this site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl, though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. Okay. We hear the banker. <laughs> the banker. The banker. <laughs> The, starring Anthony Mackie and Samuel L. Jackson. I'll okay. tell you my initial thoughts. Okay, you're going to go first. I'm going to go first. I liked it. Okay. I liked The Banker. I was I was compa- I was wrapped by the story, which I did not mm-hmm. know before seeing it. Me neither. And um I liked it. I kept thinking about two movies. I kept thinking about Hidden Figures and I kept thinking about uh American Gangster. <laughs> <laughs> which just and i think just because you know hidden figures kind of had this kind of style of like you know like let's let's kind of try to tell like a light-hearted story about like about black important black figures you know who didn't who never got their credit which is you know and then uh an american gangster you know is about you know the rise of this black um, right. criminal and like what i loved about this story in particular was like just how how intelligent they were like my man was listening outside of bankers windows and scribbling notes and and uh equations and stuff like figuring out like how to do finance at a, at, at such an early age and like grew up to be so incredibly smart and such a strong um business person mm-hmm. and um and I just like I really enjoy I enjoyed the ensemble. I enjoyed uh Anthony Mackie and Samuel Jackson's relationship. Um I did have I mean now now hearing that like the women felt like why weren't we really in this story? The women involved in the story felt like they weren't really in it. Like it did sort of feel like <laughs> they threw in one moment for Nia Long to be like, oh, why? Because I'm a woman? And then they were like, cool, we did it. <laughs> like, <laughs> we, yay, we, good for us. We addressed that, you know. Um, 
but 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 movies like this always feel that way. Like hidden figures feel like you start to feel like oh they they aren't going deep enough when they when they can because they're trying to tell like a more like a a, a kind of fluffier, um, a more f- fun version of of the story. Um, right. so so like I you know I, I sort of I I get that. Um, I what else do I want to say? I I ultimately enjoyed how. Um, I, in, I wish that, uh, they didn't paint, I feel like the way that they ended, uh, the Matt Steiner story was a little bit like, they were like, oh, but also there was like one more thing. He was like, was he, was he bad? Was he, you know, like they kind of like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they were like, interesting. hey, maybe he, you know, and they chose to put it afterwards in a way that like, I don't know if it d- it just it just feels like they didn't want to be like this man was a villain, you know, um, right. uh, which I don't know. Like, I feel like like I was like, oh, I hope this white man doesn't ruin everything for them. And then he did. So it's like, <laughs> it's like just you can let it be that. And that's fine. You know? Yeah. Um, but ultimately enjoy in, enjoyed the movie. Right. Um. Yeah, this controversy stuff is interesting. I'm like still reading more about it, uh, but I think I'm gonna save that for later because um, I'm just I just want to talk about the film as it stands outside of you know this stuff, which is right. You know, I, yeah. Overall, I really liked this film. I think it was very. I think the it's important that we know these stories, you know, and we never. Do <laughs> we never get to hear them? Um, uh, it takes so long for us to hear stories like this uh, when it's surrounding, you know, black people and race um, and making white people. F- here's what I here. Here's the thing I li- I'll say real quick. This is the thing that I liked about the banker more than most films that are of this ilk, which is like Oscar bait, you know, movies about African Americans. The bad guy in this movie, you know, at the end of the day, the bad people in this movie aren't people who are wearing hoods. They're not people who are like, you you little monkey coon. You know, yeah. they're not like screaming racial epithets. They're um, they're not like wanting to like, I hate black people. I don't want to ever see them again. You know, they're people who are just like, all right, yeah, black people, cool. But also, y- you are, like, lower than us. Yeah. They're very calm, collected about it. They're very sneaky. Like, it's very underhanded. And, like, the ultimate, I do, like, regardless of what the, whatever the movie kind of try to, like, make some white people feel better with Nicholas Holt's character, like, I do think at the end of the day, like, his character is the ultimate villain. He's the, he betrayed their them the most like the other dude it's like the other dude you knew they knew who he was yeah but they trusted this other white guy and this other white guy utterly betrayed him and then because he was white was allowed to get away with all of the criminal activities that he did and put it on these black men um not to mention he put it on these black men who literally took this guy from like lower class to like upper middle class like, um, and 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 the only reason they needed him was because of the racism in society. 
they literally were paying him to be white. Like, I think they say that in the movie. They do. He's like, and I'm, they also I'm being say, paid to be white. <laughs> right. And they also say we created a monster in the first scene. <laughs> like, the, the moment they put him together, like, we've created right. a monster. And then we see that monster unfold as the movie goes on. Right. And, and to me, it's such a great example of how... Um, how racism works today. It's not this, like, I think so many people still have these ideas of, like, racism is when, you know, Martin Luther King is, is like, you know, peacefully walking down the thing and then, like, a bunch of police officers, like, beat them over the head with billy clubs. Um, and yet, there, I mean, there are some people who don't even think that's racism <laughs> or, or, or for some reason think that think that that was different then but when that happens today that it's that it's not the same yeah um, you know because black people are everywhere and they're allowed to do anything now and so you know so well, if i hit them now it's equal it's some like, some people because some black people went into a target and like grabbed uh, some groceries um these the black people who were in the streets peacefully protesting getting beat um that's okay um, <laughs> but it, it's this thing of like, you know, this movie kind of shows how the effects of s- systemic racism are still being felt today because think about how many different times, so many different black people, this is just one story. This is a story of people who are very exceptional and figured out a way to like cheat the, cheat the system and then lost everything anyway, you know? Um, and you're talking about people. So you're, this is, we'll never have full movies of smaller stories of people who bought a couple of houses and then this happened to them. Or people who want it, who had the expertise to do this stuff, but never could because they could never get loans or they weren't allowed to buy in certain neighborhoods, you know, X, Y, Z. There's so many things in like, when you stack that on top of each other, you start to see, oh, yeah, this stuff has an accumulating effect that keeps down an entire group of people based off of the color of their skin. Um, and it doesn't have to be because all the people who are keeping them down are outwardly saying, I don't like black people. You know, it right. just happens. And it has a chilling effect as well because – the people who try it and fail, the other people go, well, I guess we'll never try that because we can't win that way. Right. So for that, those reasons, I like I like this movie a lot. Now, does it suffer from a little bit of like, you know, it's not, it's not the same as Hidden Figures. We don't have like a white savior, like Kevin Costner type character. Um, uh, or I guess you could argue if Chief O'Brien is that. Sorry. Uh, I'm watching Deep Space Nine. <sighs> I mean, Chief O'Brien. How do you say- <laughs> um, that's, that's Chief O'Brien. How do you say his name? C O L M. Comb. 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 Meanie. Yeah, um, but but, but yeah. even he's like you know, unless he didn't exist, <laughs> right? Like unless unless that didn't happen that way, which which ended up being the issue with freaking. Kevin Costner in in right. figures, but like um, um, then it's like no, it's uh, he doesn't feel like a savior kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just because like it's like you know he he's a he's a businessman and was doing <laughs> and was ultimately doing whatever was going to benefit him in the end you know um right um yeah okay i'm trying to see where <laughs> this movie cuz the people who are doing the uh, who are talking about this are his ex his ex wives and then the daughters from those mothers, but Eunice, who's in the movie, it's a different that's a different person. So he had two other wives after Eunice, the one in the movie. Oh, okay. And also, and I'm trying like, to track this timeline. Isn't it's so the hard. wife who he's with, who he's with when this actually goes down, is not Eunice? Like, isn't it? Isn't it the, Linda? Hold on. Right. If is that true? I I thought that was what I read, and so then I was. Yes. Yes, I see this. He. Yes, she's saying my husband divorced Eunice in 1959. Yeah, after that. And this movie ends in what, like sixty. Anyway, I just (laughs) I hate when that happens when when a character like that. becomes a hodgepodge of different of different people that like had a very important impact on (laughs) on this person and they're like no it was this one it's just like no that isn't what happened i and i wonder if that's because of the the son because i think the son is the son of eunice Uh, uh uh-huh and so he and and his contribution is like is big upping Eunice in the in the telling of the story, and then Linda is like, "Why was I not even in this movie when I was, I was there when he screamed <laughs> at the Supreme Court or whatever?" It's like, right? Why did you cut me out? Right. Woo. All right. Well, the actual history of this, <laughs> we haven't done enough, oh, enough research to actually figure to piece this together because I can't. It it sounds like. It sounds like Apple was like, we hear them, blah blah blah, but we think this film is important anyway. They didn't necessarily make a correction. You know what I mean? They weren't like, this is what's the real account or whatever. They didn't, and they could have because this all this stuff was brought up before they released the film. So they could have changed the, um, like at the end, right. You know, you could have like said like, yeah, this actually you could have happened said he married Linda and Linda was actually there when he made all this money. Like, it's like, <laughs> it's like yeah. Like, what is the point of being like, it was Eunice the whole time. <laughs> like what, <laughs> what do they gain from that? I don't know. <laughs> right. But then they also, it seems like they're saying, they be, they trust their researchers who did the research for this and that it sounds like they're disagreeing, which I don't know how. It feels like something that should be very obvious. Like right. there should be very clear documentation about this. Um, so it's hard to get into this controversy stuff, but I, I kind of don't want to. I don't know if that's unfair. I mean, we, we, it's it's it would be unfair for us to get into it. Um, not as informed as we, <laughs> like, right? Exactly. <laughs> that will do it even more injustice. That will do even more. <laughs> we didn't realize that there was all this controversy until after we saw the movie, right before we started this podcast. <laughs> like, because we were we were like, why didn't uh, 
why wasn't there more? <laughs> why wasn't why wasn't this push more? And they were like, oh, there's like all this controversy that happened. Um, uh, anywho, well, okay, shall we talk about the movie? <laughs> we must. <laughs> we absolutely we must. Because <laughs> I will say, I think the reason this movie stands out is because the performances are great. <laughs> you know, like yeah. I think. Yeah, you know and Anthony Mackie, Samuel Jackson, like it's a great duo that they have, um, and Nia Long is incredible. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Well, just I mean all of that, and the I in terms of the history too, it's like Samuel Jackson is such a big character in this in this film, and his character doesn't his real life counterpart doesn't have like a Wikipedia, like there isn't even. <laughs> anything substantially written on this guy, at least, at least through that vein, not that Wikipedia is the right. be all end all, but like <laughs> they would have an article about him. Right. Right. He, um, and that's, so there's, a, there's a lot to be said for the story being told. However, and uh, ina- many inaccuracies, it may, it may have inaccuracies it may have had. Right. Um, all right. So, the start of this film, yeah, it's <laughs> this film starts with this little boy who's shining shoes, and then he goes over and he's like listening in on. Well, actually, at the shoe shine, he's listening in and he's like taking notes, yeah, about all of these different like real estate or business stuff, and he's sitting on a window seal and you know eavesdropping and writing down notes, trying to learn. Trying to learn how the white man makes money. I think they literally say that. That is what he says. He says, "I want to learn how they make how the how the white folks make money," and like his dad, everyone's mad at him. His dad's not okay with it. Like some some security guard yells at him. <clears throat> it seems like yeah, black people are trying to protect him. His dad says something to the effect of, "You will never be able to do this in Texas." Yeah, you know. And then he yeah. says, "Well, then I'll go find I'll another go place else. that will." And then he's like, good luck. And he goes to L.A. Yeah, baby. He's in a suit. He has a nice car. You're like, oh, what's up? What's going on? They sort of jump to him already having money, right? Like, it's like they. It's it's, it's so funny. It's it's hard to, like, track down exactly what he did or didn't have because they have this whole scene where the next time we see him, he's already married. Yeah. And been married for a couple of years and uh he's like looking at different houses and he's like talking to his wife about like the price of them or this and that and then they like have a scene where he's um eating dinner with his in-laws and you know his father-in-law is like you know like why don't you have a basically like why don't you have a real job right um, like what's wrong with like, the trade yeah. like what's wrong with real work they say something what's wrong like that. with real work which I have just like as a side note, I have to say, I do. I w- I'm going to admit my bias to the work that he's in. I think is um, really, really bad, and it's really like just morally corrupt. And I also think that it's interesting that it's <laughs> white people who who are like the ones who were able to do this and like have dominated this industry for so long because they literally could and and other people couldn't. But it's part of the reasons why I think it's so corrupt is because of how racist it is. And this idea of, you know, 
you get to own land and that land appreciates in value and then you sell it and then you buy other land and you take all this wealth that you've accumulated and you just buy things that people need, which is homes to live in. <laughs> yep. And then exploit people like and like you're not you aren't doing real work. You're you the work that you're doing is just just a couple of math problems and then you're like going but all it's right math well, problems that i can't do bray that's what i'm see i'm saying because this is my thing because because i can't do all that math in my head it, right there in the moment i don't have the gift of gab i can't sit down and be like nah brother 12.5 percent i just don't i don't have that skill you know and i and, and, and i believe that is that's work that's it. That's, what, it takes effort. What's this? But what's the skill? <laughs> the skill, <laughs> the skill is, is, you know, is, is oh, we can we can charge people this much. Yeah. We can make we can <laughs> buy something for less and then charge them this much yeah. to to live in a place. Yep, and knowing and knowing where you can get people, knowing exactly the spot where you can just sort of get them where that they, they're gonna have to give you the money. You have to give me the money, or else you're not gonna have a place to live. <laughs> Uh, just knowing, just knowing right where to get them. Woo! Anyway, um, <laughs> we have a huge homeless homelessness crisis in America. That don't and, got nothing uh, to do with Bernard. <laughs> Bernard, no, no. black people up. <laughs> Wait, I know it has nothing to do with Bernard Garrett. Bernard, at least Bernard could at, you you could at least say that he actually was trying to help black people because he was trying. He says he was trying to help black people buy homes. He was trying to help black people. He was trying to get black people to be in nicer neighborhoods. He actually was trying to do something that was good, even if it was in this practice industry that's like. <laughs> but the reason the industry is morally bankrupt is because of the all of these racist redlining, you know, <laughs> Jim Crow, not to mention the fact that we never got our 40 acres. Anyway. <laughs> we never got. On 40 acres. Sorry, I heard I just heard Gerard mentally say to me, John, this is not a political podcast. So he's <laughs> uh, he's no, confused as to why we're talking about this. But here's the thing is <laughs> I'ma say it. I'ma say it. This is a political podcast. This is the politicalist <laughs> of podcasts. Well, this is a political movie a little bit. I mean, it's not supposed to be. It's supposed to be like, man, look at this black man who is just smart and the white people wanted to keep him down. <laughs> As opposed to like, yeah, <laughs> capitalism is evil. Anyway, sorry, I'm not talking about this. Is not a political podcast. All right. <laughs> so, so yeah, his dad was like, his father-in-law was like, "Why don't you get a real trade?" And then, uh, you know, you're gonna, you, you know, you basically you're taking on too much risk. And he's like, "I'll pay you. I'll pay the rent. You know, a month in advance, right on time. You won't have to worry about that." And then he leaves, and then Nia Long's like, "Daddy, if it comes to it, you know, I'll work. You know, I'll yeah, keep us so, afloat. Don't worry about it. I, like I trust, I trust them. He's really smart. You'll see. Go ahead. Yeah, she works at the and the club that she works at. What's it called? The was it the Plantation Room? The 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 Platinum Club. What was it called? Do you remember the name of the club? I don't remember the name of the club. Why no. did I think it was the plant? But why did my thought go to the plantation, <laughs> the plantation room? That can't I know. be right. I was like, I was like, really? That's what it was called. <laughs> Is the it called room? the plantation room? That feels wrong. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna call it the Platinum Club, but I don't think it was that either. <laughs> but, 
but she works at the club that's one of the bill that is one of the businesses that Samuel L. Jackson uh, his his right. <laughs> yes. Um and yeah, father law is like, well, if he was a real man, he wouldn't let you work. Which sexism? Um, <laughs> but it's the sixties. This movie. I will say this. This movie had a couple of these like woke moments that I usually eye roll, but I was kind of like, uh, it felt natural. Like I, I eye roll that all of them. You eye rolled <laughs> all of them. All it made me were, so mad. There were some that I was like, here's the thing about it. You really do have to break it down for people in this simplistic way that they do. Yeah. Like when Nia Long later on in the movie was like, how is how, like she's like why because i'm a woman and anthony maggie's like yeah and she's like how is that any different from the white <laughs> man saying that you can't do this because you're black and he doesn't respond and i was like yes you know that is the thing there's zero chance this conversation happened yeah there's no and- <laughs> way there's just no way that came out of her mouth there's no <laughs> like and like i don't you know and like obviously you know if it did come out of her mouth we know that the real garrett divorced this one <laughs> yes or, or it was like a much m- more heated conversation that they just sort of casual they were like and how is that any different and then we right. just linger on his face remember the thinking about right. this, letting all this sink in so like this is like and this is what these types of movies do. They kind of like clean it up for us to make it to make us feel like it's a way it's it is an effective way of getting a mess a clear message across. Um the problem is or the problem can be if people watch it and go, mm-hmm. If they nod along in the theater and go, Yep, yep, she's right. And then we're like, everything's all good now. Instead of going like, no, 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 she said that. And then he was like, we're getting a divorce. Right. Um, <laughs> or or even like, it's like, you know, people still think that exact thing. A hundred percent. Black men still like, think that exact same thing. That exact thing. Uh, and, and, and white people still think the, uh, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, I did like how many Karens were in this film. There were uh, so many. <laughs> when he, and and they were they they had all of those moments. They had them. They had them say a thing or like 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 what you were talking about up top of like. It's not like they were like being overtly racist. They would be like, but what about? And then they would stop themselves. <laughs> you know, like they would stop yeah. themselves from saying whatever that thing right. was going to be. Uh, um. So they, <laughs> anyway, sorry, we I got off track, but they they like have this whole thing where he goes to the club that she's working at because he found a building that he thinks is going to be great, but uh, he doesn't have enough money for it. She wants right. him to meet someone. She's like, well, maybe you need a co-investor. He meets Samuel Jackson, but Samuel Jackson immediately just starts making jokes about like, how nice his wife looks, how he's lucky, you know, like uh, in this way of like, it doesn't feel good to him. And he he's literally like, says, if I got, if you're going to get married, I'm not the marrying type, but she's the one like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, don't tell me that I will shank you, sir, sir. I have a shank uh, in my pocket. <laughs> I will shank you. Um, 
Yeah, he like he's like, hey, let's drink. She's like, it's four o'clock, and he's like, I know you're getting a late start, but I won't hold it against you or whatever. Um, very funny. I mean, I thought Samuel Jackson was so great in this movie. Like, yeah, it's just like a, it's just like his character is kind of a degenerate, but he's like like you know, they they he makes him likable. Um, you the dichotomy between the two of them is like is really nice to like play off of. It's just very clear. All of this movie is very clean. It's just very like, you know, it feels cookie cutter, but also I like cookies. You know what I mean? Yeah, cookies are good. It's Who like, doesn't yes. like cookies? If you don't like cookies, you're a demon person. <laughs> it's like, you I, you know, uh, I will eat a Pillsbury Doughboy, you know, biscuit. Like, mm-hmm. it's not. I will eat sh- a little there Debbie There are better ones. <laughs> <laughs> there are better ones, but like, this one's pretty. There's a reason yeah, this right. one's pretty popular. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I enjoyed this movie, Bray. Stop calling it a weak cookie. <laughs> Stop calling it a weak cookie. I'm not saying it's weak. It had I'm a little bit. There was like a little bit it's of. It's commercialized. There was, like, there was like a little bit of. It had the glaze. Like, yeah. it had a little bit of that glaze. It's a Krispy Kreme donut. Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, it's like, those are, are good donuts. Are you about to make me d- d- hate Krispy Kreme donuts? I'm just Kreme saying, donuts. no. <laughs> I'm just saying, you you know, it's like, that's right. I like those donuts, but it's also, it's a it's a franchise. You right, know? right, yeah. <laughs> you, 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 you like these donuts, but also you've, you've had them many times before. There's something about the... Im- imperfections of a mom and pop place mm-hmm. that's nice yeah it's as tough opposed to, to like mm-hmm. you know <laughs> you're like all right so, sometimes i go to mom and pop and like it's really good one day and then the next day it's not as good but it's like oh it's got some character and this one's like listen you know what you're gonna get and it's gonna be good <laughs> and you're like great all right here's what, what i is. this this made me mad though okay what, what he, made you mad? he goes to and this happened in real life i guess but he goes he finally, when he finally gets on the guy's side, like when the mm-hmm. guy is like, yeah, like, here, man, like, because he, le- after Samuel Jackson, he like turns Samuel Jackson down. But when he goes to Comb and he like tries to get the loan, Comb, Comb turns it down, right? Mm-hmm. And then he. That's right. He teams up with the, with the, with White. Chief O'Brien first. Yes. And um and the the redhead guy at the bank also is like, I'm not gonna give you a loan. Um but Combe gets like excited by the fact that Anthony Mackey had all of this like you gusto. know, had had all this gusto, like had all this initiative. And uh but but moments after they make this huge deal, he dies. Well, I think that was just in the context of the movie. I think, I think it was some. They time. had they had a lot of properties at that point. He he said he yeah. owned, he owned, what a couple like not a couple hundred, Does like it? All, nearly yeah. No, it was like a bunch. It was like, uh, well, wait, I thought it was like fifty percent of like eighty ninety properties or something crazy like that. Whoa, was it that high already? Wasn't it like super high? That's what I thought. I thought it was like a dozen or so or so. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. He basically he makes this he makes this off the books agreement with this white dude because they were had a partnership. They were gonna split everything 50-50, but 
And he said this at the time. And when Tess and I were watching it, we were both like, uh oh, he's about <laughs> yeah. to get screwed, you know? <laughs> because they were like, he's like, I, my name has to be on the thing. They can't really know that you're a part of this. Otherwise, they won't let you, you know, it won't happen. And he was like, okay, cool. And they do like a handshake agreement. And, but then we see that they're buying up these properties. It's working out. And we're like, and you're like, oh, I guess he didn't get screwed. That's nice. But then he dies. And then his wife is like, I want all the properties back. And he's like, well, no, this is a 50-50 partnership. I don't want to sell them. I want, like, I like this business that I'm in. And she was like, I'm not going to do business. With the color person she, nope, buying she stops properties herself. in the she white. She doesn't say color. She oh, says, yeah. I'm not going to do business with. <clears throat> you will take this deal. <laughs> right. I'm not going to do business with. <laughs> and then she offers him pennies to the dollar on the properties. And he's like, this is ridiculous. And she's like, okay. And then the lawyer seemed to be on his side because yeah. he knew what the husband wanted and she was like okay how about this then 25 cents to the dollar even though i owe you 50 cents to the dollar but if you say no i'm gonna take you to court and we'll see who wins (laughs) and obviously she would win not only because there's There's... no paperwork (laughs) but also because (laughs) she's just a white woman going against a black man (laughs) she would of course win and so he takes that deal so he loses out loses money on that uh but he has some money and then he's like okay i gotta go do my own fit i I think he almost like immediately was like well what they did was like they we we see him at least in the context of the movie he then leaves that meeting and he walks through the bank building and it just kind of looks around and he's like all right then (laughs) right 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 they did that thing where he has the idea like i'll buy the bank building and so that way I'll always get the loan. They and they right. can't because I'm their I'm their landlord. Mm-hmm. Uh which already seemed like a somewhat of a flawed plan to me because I was like they'll just move. <laughs> yeah, but but no one did that but was they the didn't. no no one moved no one moved from here cuz we see right. we see people we see that that like uppity white woman move out of the uh apartment she's like right. oh i'm not staying here but no everyone's like once he's there and 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 owns the building everyone's like oh yeah and they like shake his hand and they're and it's like like he, that seemingly went over flying colors Fine. right yeah and so he teamed up with samuel jackson to buy the building but then this is when they get nicholas holt involved yes yes because like we'll never be able to buy this ourselves so we have one month to teach nicholas holt not only how to do these negotiations and seem like he is able to do these negotiations but also to play golf because white people do business deals over golf and golf clubs have exclusive memberships many which excluded black people for long periods of time and arguably today probably still still do do, depending on you know whatever where it is um you know legacy stuff anyway this there's all I these mean, different to, ways to have this the training program that this dude goes through in a month <laughs> to just yeah. to have that would just be amazing <laughs> like they, he got here's the thing he got paid 
to have <laughs> financial lessons from two extremely smart people. He got paid to do this. He got paid to learn how to make money. Yeah. And he and where he where he couldn't learn, he just memorized, <laughs> which is like wild also. Yeah. And 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 I mean the the when when He's, when we see him like fully like once he fully is like he has he has all the skills and uh like he's he's hitting the golf ball like it, it he has a 300 foot whatever the whatever that first hit is what's it called in golf your first <laughs> hole in one <laughs> no no you're the whatever your first <laughs> it's it doesn't matter drive yeah whatever your first hit so he has a 300 foot drive um uh, and it, it's just i don't know to to and he gets he gets he he's fine dining and and he gets so right. much shit in that month it's amazing yeah and um and it and it works out it's crazy but it it works he like is able to go in do this negotiate memorize all this different stuff because i mean the thing that like it's so crazy that anthony Mackie was able to uh predict Every single move this other dude would make yeah. so that Nicholas Holt could memorize a script and respond to it in a way that was successful. Yeah. And it was. That's wild. Yeah. He's gonna come, he's gonna come at you with uh 10 percent um when it should be 12. And that and then they cut to him doing that exact thing. Uh, and then he was like, give him two options, knowing that he would pick the lesser one like phrasing it in a way that was like you know we'll, we'll do this or we'll do this and then he ends up picking the he's one he's like but you can't use your accountant <laughs> can use your calculator guy and then he's like how did i do uh, you lost out on 17k and he's like oh well <laughs> oh well this is 1960s if i lost out on 17k today i i would my my year would be ruined no, uh, he knew he 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 that not that dude though. That dude was <laughs> I know not that dude. <laughs> and that dude today is closer to well to the disparity between that dude and me. Disparity between that dude and a poor person in the sixties is not as great as the disparity between me and a dude like that today. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. But I'm sorry. We're I just closer like, to 1.5 million than we ever have been before, and that's and that can't get you squat <laughs> in LA. A building? Uh, LOL. No. No. <laughs> uh, do people understand what a billion dollars is? No. Okay. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> and and anytime I see the graphs that are like, this is a billion. Or like, this is how many rice a billion is versus if this many rice is a million. So I'm like, I it still doesn't. I still can't imagine. You're still like that what? much money. It's too, it's too much. It's too much. And Bezos has all the billions. He just yes. has all the billions. He just got it's all the so billions. Gross. He that just sitting think- with it. <laughs> 
I can't. This he Scrooge McDucking with the billions. Like he literally is. He actually has enough to, for it to be a bi- a full building. We're literally never gonna work again. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking. No, we are I'm never gonna work cut again. this sound bite out. <laughs> but, what uh, what did we all say? Right. All we said. Hold on. All all I said was he has all he the billions. Did I state? Did I say anything that wasn't just straight up fact? Like that's, that's he true. Just, he just does have it. <laughs> um. Okay. And so, so this whole the plan's working out. They're buying a bunch of property in white owned neighborhoods. Uh, this guy. Yes, the I love man. this. I love the the little uh, like the map. Boop, 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 yeah, boop, boop, the boop. and seeing the the like how it's like the, it started as a map of blacks and whites and then mixed. He, there are so many dots. He just he was, who he was integrating baby, integrating baby. Uh, <laughs> and so what what happens after this? Then then then. At, they're, they're, they're succeeding they're doing all well and so then Anthony Mackie's like I want to buy that he goes back home he visits his dad his dad's like I'm proud of you son you did great you, you found a place that you could do that you still couldn't do that here and he's yeah. like and, okay. and, and as he's I feel like that's also compounded by like as he's moving around the city he sees how bad it is like how bad it is for for black people there and like and like (laughs) this was and it was it here's the thing i could never i could never do any of this but it's the it's the step that he decides to take here that i feel like is the hardest one of like him being like no i'm gonna (laughs) it and here's the thing it's such a complicated thing and the film you know because he's our hero paints him as this he's doing this for the poor good neighborhood mm-hmm. he's doing mm-hmm. it to be like a revolutionary this kind of thing and hey now did those did his actions have that kind of consequence like yeah do i think his motives were really pure i don't know if i put completely by that i think it has a lot to do with his pride yeah has oh, a, lot a thousand percent that he was just like <laughs> him and the other guy were both like I mean, the thing that's funny that I liked about Samuel Jackson's character was he kept being like, oh, like one, he was like, you're angry. And he's like, I'm not angry. And it was like, yeah, you totally are angry, dude. Like you have a, a rage and it's a justified rage, but you're not because you're not acknowledging it. I'm sure it's come, come it comes out in unhealthy ways. And then the other thing is like they both were like, yeah, we just want to like stick it to Whitey. Like, that's why I'm doing this. Like, I I feel he feels disrespect like it's like the idea that he can't do something because he's black he wants to prove you know he wants to prove his dad wrong he wants to prove the white people of that town wrong you know he's doing it for himself um uh it's still like there's noble intentions kind of underneath it but he's more doing it for himself and because of that, he ignored Sammy Jackson's like, this is a bad idea. His wife's like, I like, I don't know. Like you can, I think she nails it. Right. They, they give her the thing of like, if you want to do that, like if you actually want to help black people, you can do other things. Like you don't need to buy this bang. Like there are other ways yeah. to do this, but he, but it, because it's more personal, he wants to buy that bang. Um, 
So they hatch a plan to to go by the bank, and they do. Uh, again, using Nicholas Holt, they had to learn banking, uh, which is a whole other thing. Um, <laughs> and yeah, yeah, and and the, and the, this whole time, because like, obviously, the thing that's brewing underneath all this is like what Nicholas Holt's Matt Matt Steiner's role in this company is going to be or going to become like in this partnership is going to be or, or, or become right. And, and the fact they have to learn banking becomes important later because like they weren't bankers before, before doing this, none of them were. And so everyone right. had to learn banking in, uh, in whatever amount of time it was that they, that they had. Um, but, but Matt Steiner and his wife, are like, aren't you gonna be? <laughs> aren't you gonna be the next? Like, aren't I thought you were gonna be partner? Like, what happened? Like, like why aren't right. you doing that? You know, she's whispering, she's Lady Macbething in his ear, and uh, and and that's how everything goes to shit. Yeah, but and, one of the yeah, go ahead. The, the 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 before we even get there though, the thing that that I found crazy was like they were like, we're gonna own this thing that we aren't allowed to go into. <laughs> like they aren't allowed to go into the bank physically in Texas. Right. But they right. But he goes in as a chauffeur. Yeah, Samuel Jackson goes in goes in as a as a chauffeur and Anthony Mackie d- finally dresses up as a chauffeur. He's not going to wear the hat, but he dresses up and he sits in the car. I mean, I guess this comes coming to an end now. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's it's a couple, uh, you know, it's a it's a couple weeks of like of uh, the banking kind of going well. The son of the of the the banker that owns, I think, the main the mainland uh, uh, banking, like he he still has like twenty percent in the bank, so he's still there day to day. Um, right but like he's suspicious immediately yeah like they they well they approve like 19 loans in in a week or something like right which which he had been working there since he was 18 he had they had never approved that That many and he's like where are you finding these where are you finding these people he's like i don't understand where you're finding these people and that's because they were right you know, loaning it to, to black, black people, people who could pay back these loans, but would never be allowed to because you're they're black. Yeah. Um, there's a whole episode if you if you listen to the podcast sixteen nineteen, uh, the New York Times one that uh, also got into a bunch of controversy because some schools wanted to use it, and then you know people in like Trump supporters, Trump administration people were like, oh, this is. Uh, or cer- certain Republicans were like, "This, this is racist because you want of us course. to like listen to this history uh, where black people are being oppressed." Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Ax, Ax, trying to like formulate their their argument outside of just we don't want to know about white supremacy, even though we're white supremacists. Um, but they. They uh, they have an episode about this guy who owns a, f- a farm. His father owned a farm. And he got passed on to him. 
but they wind up losing their farmland because they couldn't get the, these crop loans in time from the banks. And they f- and there was this whole thing that happened in the 90s where there was a lawsuit, and it was actually one of the biggest lawsuits ever won against America, against the United States government, for these crop loans not being given out to different black people. Um, and it's like, even though they won the lawsuit, or even though this guy has this story written about him, the damage is already done. This is the thing that people don't understand is that it's like it's true. I, I actually used this metaphor the other day talking to this random person on the internet. <laughs> but it's truly like if you know, if you think of capitalism as a race, right? And one per and like a group of people have to have their legs bound and everyone else can run freely. And after, let's say it's a marathon, right? 26 miles. And then after, you know, 20 miles, you go, okay, the people who have their legs bound, that wasn't fair. Unbind their legs. Okay, now let's resume. Is this now a fair race? Right. Obviously not. No. You would have to catch those people up, but which is the whole case of reparations. But the reality is you never, those people will never catch, they'll never catch up because the government won't give reparations. They are not fixing anything. Just by stopping something that's illegal doesn't fix the thing. It just means you're not doing more harm. You know, if a house is burning and somebody continues to pour gasoline on it, when you make them stop pouring gasoline on it, you haven't fixed the burning house. You've right. just stopped making it worse. <laughs> but we're, that's, the whole, that's the whole thing with like so many people today because they want to go well that's not my i didn't do that or my father did or my grandfather did or 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 even like the immigrants like this guy you know like because um chief o'brien's character (laughs) was irish right and it's Mm -hmm. like oh they don't really like me that well too but i can still do this because i'm technically i can be white now and it's like okay so you didn't but you still are benefiting from this society that created the concept of white and black where white is included and black is excluded. And so, you know, again, it's like people try to think about this in terms of like, fair. well, it's not fair. How can black people, you know, why should a black person get something over a white person if they're equally qualified or this and that? And it's like, okay, but there was an entire hundred you know, well, you know, slavery, if you really want to go all the way back to the 1600s, you know what I mean? It's like hundreds and hundreds of years of oppression. And then now, and you benefiting from that, either from your direct lineage ancestors, or just the fact that you've come in at a time where racism is still being undone. And so you can't undo it just by going, okay, we'll stop these uh, super unfair rules. And that's not even to include the fact that the unfair rules aren't fully even stopped. Uh, <laughs> but they don't want to hear about that, right? They don't. No, they don't don't tell. Don't tell. La 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 la. I can't hear if you. If black people would just stop talking about it, then it would just go away. <laughs> right. It would just go away. It's like I truly like think about this like playing a game where the person's like you're playing like a game of basketball or something and the person get is allowed every time they make a basket, it's allowed to count for 12 points. And then they're like, okay, fine. And now every point will count for one. Okay. And we're up 137 to, to seven. <laughs> and you're like, well, no, like you have to, 
you have to undo that stuff. And they're like, why? That's not fair. They're like, okay, how about this? Our points count for 12 now, you know, for the next five minutes, and your points count for one. Oh, so you just want reverse racism. <laughs> no, the game is unfair. It's you've already been able to get ahead. So now you have to let us. It's reverse up. at that point. It's re- but because well now that's a reverse. So reversed. oh so oh so you it's you didn't care about equality. You just want you to have more. All right. Uh, <laughs> that's exactly what it's like. It's so infuriating. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so this Florence dude, you know, this Florence dude, you know, he's 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 just he's tracking him down he's 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 following nicholas holt also nicholas holt's character is a dummy so he just knows like he's like there has to be some other people behind this because this guy's clearly not smart enough to be doing this and then figures out that uh black people are running this bank and they're like hey if the word got out black people were running this bank there'd be a run on the bank and he's like well how would word get out you know and so he's like trying to bribe them or, 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 sorry, blackmail them. And, you know, at, at a certain point, uh, uh, some, some, some people, you know, there's rumors going around that the bank is owned by the NAACP, which I thought was so funny. Because <laughs> the NAACP is a prestigious, or it's not like it's just run by two random black people. It's like it's run by one of the most prestigious organizations in America. <laughs> Who? This is the '60s. Like that means Martin Luther King yeah, is alive. <laughs> they don't like that though. They don't like that. It doesn't matter that the NAACP is the NAACP. They're like, oh, mm, the NAACP yeah. run this. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, those, I didn't like those this part though because uppity, Matt Negroes. Steiner used it. He used this as an opportunity to push his agenda of being partner. He used this as a time to say, hey, even though he had opened a new bank, he shouldn't be a partner. He should be a partner because he doesn't know he he did. He doesn't know as much as them. And uh, but he He wants to run his own bank. He throws that he throws the fact that they all just learned banking at the same time in their in their faces. But it's like you don't remember that you didn't know anything to do with any finances. (laughs) Just a couple years. You didn't know any of that shit. It's that so he's like, yeah, well, we all just did. He was like, yeah, but I know to I know I'm smarter than you. <laughs> That's the thing he didn't want to hear, and his wife certainly didn't want to hear. No, she they said, pretended How can to be, be smart? <laughs> yes. I don't know, they're smart. It's like they're smarter than me. How could they be smarter? No, they're not smarter than you. They're what? They're my friends. Don't walk them. <laughs> Not, Ugh. not. Wow, you're holy crap! Are you a ra- you're racist? You believe that white people are superior to the black people? Here's a, that's the thing. She's like, they can't be smart. That's literally what racism is. Okay, I'm gonna stop talking about this. <laughs> the movie just um, has mad examples of <laughs> the so, core of racism. <laughs> so then, so then he's running his own bank, and he comes up with this idea. He's like, why don't you transfer? You'll transfer these black loans over to this other bank, right? Because the inspection is going to come and they're going to see these black loans and they're going to make some stuff up. Even though, you know, Anthony Mackie's like, but these are solid loans. Even if they did review them, it's fine. And Samuel Jackson's like, LOL. Like, are you kidding? (laughs) 
like you think this is about legalism and fair like are you insane dude like you really think that the law is going to protect you Ugh. like he's like Ugh. why don't you understand they write the laws they determine what is or is not legal everything is left up into interpretation there's going to be a jury of your peers and your peers happen to be 12 white men Sorry, <laughs> you're going to lose this. So they're trying to hide these black loans into this other bank. And then Ugh. and he's like, OK, great. And then he's like, he's like, but we don't have enough money to buy it. Blah, blah, blah. They come up with this scheme where they're going to purchase a bunch of loans. Oh, by the way, how for those th- this th- I also will admit a lot of this stuff can probably go over people's heads. This movie, I don't think will ever be that popular because there's even though they do explain it pretty simply, like there's that whole thing where he's like, Okay, explain a bank what a bank does in three sentences. Yeah. <laughs> a bakery bakes buns. A bank sells loans. <laughs> you know, the materials uh the materials of a uh, baked goods cost X amount and they they charge slightly more than what they cost to make a profit. A a bank, you know, gets a loan at 3% interest and then they sell it at 5% interest. So they make a profit. That's how banking works. And he's like, whoa, three sentences. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, even that much is like, I like what he's like explaining the first thing about like, like, um, what is it? CPR or whatever the flip it is. I don't even remember anymore. But like, he's explaining like, like the rate stuff, like how you calculate it. And like, he explains it so simply. And then Nicholas Holt's like, oh, I don't even know what you just said. <laughs> and I know he's being the audience because the audience is also sitting there going like, I came here to watch a movie, not a math lesson. If I wanted a math lesson, I'd go back to high school and get my GED. Now, <laughs> why is it? Well, they're making the audience dumb. I mean, they, they're assuming the audience is dumb. Um and maybe it's, we are all stupid. But uh, it's also not? like it's like they didn't, you know, they 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 didn't need to necessarily explain it in that way, but they needed to they needed to include math uh, discussions, right? And so they were like, okay, we'll just, you know, we'll just we'll pepper in a little, you know, a little one plus one equals two for them, you know, and dress it up yeah. as, <laughs> yeah. anyway so (laughs) they have this whole thing where they're going to buy a bunch of loans um and then pay them a commission for finding the loans right uh which will be super super high but will give them the money you know that they need it to buy this bank and so they do that and but anthony mackie's very clear He's like, okay, here are the loans i looked over these loans go to this lawyer i trust this lawyer uh, and then, you know, buy them. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah I did that. I, call, I contacted the lawyer already. Yeah, 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 it's fine. But what we realized later on is that he actually probably forgot to talk to the lawyer, and then he was like, oh, because he's like, oh, no, 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 it was, too, it was too fast. It wasn't too fast. You just didn't do what you were supposed to do. And so this is wild. I cannot believe that this actually happened. He goes to Florence, the dude who literally it's is so, obviously trying to take over. Yeah, I can't. Who hates these dudes who are black to get a lawyer. He did that. <laughs> I can't believe he did that. And when he when he gets the loans and starts uh, signing for them, he doesn't look at anything. Doesn't look at anything. He doesn't. He doesn't look understand at, it. Right. He, he he and he and he. Even if he did, even if he looked at it, he wouldn't have understood it. It wouldn't have even mattered. Right. And and. And 
which we learn in the next scene in this because they get audited like the neck the next scene is like oh the audit is here i thought that wasn't supposed to be for another month well he's here <laughs> now right why and like these are a bunch of bad loans in here every loan had something wrong with it and like so it was it was the it were it, they were the wrong loans the the guy switched out the loans florence switched out the loans filled it with a bunch of crap loans and and so the commission is on them right away. Why? Because, you know, all this stuff. But I was just LOLing when I was watching this because I was like, oh, this is literally what happened in 2008. The whole financial crisis that happened was because huge, respectable, white institution, financial institutions were buying crap loans, selling them as if they were good loans. And then and then as these all of these terrible loans started to default, it collapsed this whole economic system in which the government then had to step in. And guess who went to jail? Literally none of them. And you know what happened, though? They all got bailout money, and then they got to pay themselves but bonuses because, from the government taxpayer funds. Ray, you're, you're, you're missing the, the, the whole thing, which is they were in trouble. <laughs> and they, 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 all the money was bad, and so they needed, they needed more money. Right, and then there were still people at the time. Sorry, (laughs) I was just gonna say you're crying. There were still people at the time who and who still believe today who are like the problem was Americans who were get loaning money, who are getting these loans Mm -hmm. that they couldn't afford. Mm -hmm. That's the real problem. Were these poor people who were getting these loans that even though that's America, (laughs) that 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 is how people (sighs) people think that you need to be able to be self-sufficient and do and and you should be able to operate everything and and every investment that you make should be smart and 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 wise and you can't make any mistake you can't like like you can't <laughs> you can't put your hopes and dreams into this into into a bad investment right that an investment that ends up going poorly right it is your fault if you if you take on a bad loan and if you're poor and if you don't and if you don't have good prospects, right? Like that is on you. That is what that's how people view America. It's on the yeah, but <laughs> this is the thing that pe- this is the thing that people don't understand about finance. If you just think about it in terms of a friend, you as a person, imagine yourself as a bank. If a friend who is always late, who is um, who ditches you all the time. Who like always seems to be never being able to hold down a job comes to you and they're like, "Can I borrow twenty thousand dollars?" You would never give that person twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> but these people are like, "Yeah, I'll give you twenty thousand dollars. You have to pay me back with interest." And they go, "Great." And then you loan out all your money to all people like that, and then none of them can pay you back. And so then you have no no more money, and you're like, "Well, I'm too big to fail, though. So government has to give me money to replace all the money from those those delinquents." Who couldn't pay me back with interest? <laughs> Whose fault is that? It's your yeah. fault. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. No, it's. <sighs> I, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> so. So anyway, so then of course the government comes and immediately uh, like you, they're like they, they, <laughs> let me tell you when so first the government's there immediately but when. Immediately. When Samuel L. Jackson and Anthony Mackie walk into the bank, I have never been more scared in my life. <laughs> they, Yo, they, they walk like, into the bank. It was like, 
oh, this is done. There's no, it's all done. If they're doing this, it's done. And it was. <laughs> that was yeah, the end of the line. They were desperate. <laughs> they were like, you got to fit. Like, are you an idiot? And he, so yes, he disobeyed the them. He disobeyed them twice. He went behind their back twice, did two ridiculously stupid things. And now the bank, literally the FDIC comes in, closes the bank, <laughs> takes it over. They, and then they're arrested by the FBI. He's not arrested, even though he's the one who did this stuff. And technically is on the forms as well. Um, and so he winds up betraying them. And then later on, we, and then, oh, and then like, so the governor or sorry, a senator from Arkansas or something was like, look, if you just say, this is what happened. The white guy was right. You guys were the masterminds, blah, blah, blah. We'll give you immunity. And then we'll make some laws that are like, you know, you got to, I don't know what the law is that he was trying to do. It was, some, I guess it had something to do with, it was going to be some racist law. Like, <laughs> you, like you have to, like, if, if you're going to sell a bank, you have to be there in person. You know what I mean? Whatever right, it is. Something right. where it didn't have to say, it doesn't, it doesn't, like, law doesn't, here's, a, again, what people fail to understand. The law doesn't have to say, black people are not allowed to own a bank. All it has to say is, if you are trying to purchase a bank, you must you know, meet with another person face to face, and then that person can decide whether or not they want to do business mm -hmm. with you. Knowing that the it's already done, the work of racism has already been accomplished. <laughs> so you don't need to say it explicitly anymore because the law said it explicitly for hundreds and hundreds of years. Yeah. And the and the mindset of people are already there. Um that's what they call implicit bias. How much teaching do we do on this show? This is <laughs> uh, what are you? Are you kidding? <laughs> do you listen to this show? <laughs> have you have you heard this show before? So then Anthony Mackie has a choice to make. Is he going to tell the truth and defend himself, knowing that they'll throw the book at him, or is he going to lie and say that? But he here's the thing. Did all this. Here's the thing. I don't trust the immunity. Right? Of course not. Like, like, I didn't even feel like he was even going to consider that deal. Even though he, we then have a conversation. It's like him and and Nia Long, and she says, mm -hmm. "I'll, I'll love, I've, I've loved you ever since the the first day I saw you," which we know isn't true because this is a different wife at this point. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a thing that she said. This is a there's a different wife talking to him before he goes into the Supreme Court. But um they, <laughs> they he 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 was never going to consider the 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 immunity deal because he wasn't no. going to he wasn't going to get it. He was never he they were they were gonna they were gonna say you have immunity and then he was gonna get in his car and then he was gonna be Yeah, they'll arrest him for something, something else. hundred <laughs> I mean, yeah, right? I mean, hundred I mean, percent. They'll they'll get him for something else. They easily can. Um, you know, just a quick reminder that the Central Park Five all confessed to murdering a person that they didn't murder because the cops told them like they would be able to go home if they just said this thing. Ugh. Um, so this happens all the time. They, yeah. I mean, what is it? Something like something crazy? Like ninety-seven percent of trial of uh, criminal cases don't go to trial. You know, it's not because the cops are always catching the right bad guy and those bad guys are making plea deals. It's because people are scared of a system that doesn't work. And so they rather admit to something that they didn't do to get less time 
then go to trial and get a super long time for something that they didn't do. Um, um, anyway, so, and then that's that. We want, they, they go to jail. It, it, it ends on them coming out and like, apparently Nicholas Holt called them and was like, or he was like, Hey, I'm facing 50 years. I literally called it. He literally called them so that he could remove his white guilt. He knew what he was going to do already. Yep. He was like, Hey man. So I messed up and I could go and, you know, for all the things that I did, I should go to jail for 50 years because like, that's the law and I broke the law. Um, but I don't have to cause I'm white and I can just blame you cause you're black. And that kind of sucks. I feel bad about like, that's not right. But obviously I'm not going to go to jail for 50 years if I could just blame you cause I'm black. So is that okay? And then they were, my man said, <laughs> do what you gotta do. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> Hey, hey, man. Let me take. Let me remove that white guilt for you, man. I but we bad. have a we have a home in the Bahamas, so let's go. But yeah, uh, so he got the purchase them homes in the Bahamas. I guess. I don't know. This is I probably guess. what I, I, I want to know, like what the actual what the actual they did. do like, end up having property in the in the Bahamas after that. Like that that is real. Is that how it happened? And and what? And also, what are we supposed to feel? <laughs> Why do they? Uh, it just made me mad the way they presented this. <laughs> like I don't. Right. Why? Why hold that? I don't. Whatever. Whatever. I don't. Matt Steiner. I can't with that guy. I can't. White people. White people. Oh look! They tried to. Him and Linda tried to buy a bank in the Bahamas, but then they were denied because of his conviction in Texas. Past. Mm-hmm. And then they got a divorce shortly thereafter. Um, so okay, he, moved well, back look, to, he moved back to the United States. Here's something I was thinking the whole time I was watching the movie. The whole time. The, the whole time I was watching this movie, Bray. What were you thinking? Just a thought I had. Why was, was Falcon and Nick Fury... In the sixties, because it don't make sense. Because they, uh, no, in the in the chronology of the films, no, they're they're in present day, no, you know. And uh, so Falcon is, Falcon is in. No. Hmm? What are you talking about? This I'm talking about the banker. Yeah. So, so they were not. I thought there's nothing to do with hmm? the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I thought this was the first one in Phase Four. This is the first movie How could in Phase you Four. Possibly think that this was the first because <laughs> it there has zero Falcon mutant powers. It. What? What he was doing with Those his are mind? Actors. What he was doing with his mind? All of that intelligence? Whoo! My man was doing all that math in his head. <laughs> and then they had, and then they had Beast. I was like, why is Beast in this? Beast. In this? <laughs> Beast. <laughs> Beast. <laughs> That's not even the. They haven't even combined those. They haven't combined them yet. I was like, oh, this is the first one because they now had the rights now because of the Fox deal. I was like, oh, okay. No, you're just noting that. All famous actors <laughs> have appeared in the MCU. <laughs> That's not because this is the first movie in Phase Four, mm-hmm. and they do it. Maybe it was a weird Days of Future Past thing where they're like, you know, blending time. So, no, they literally had that movie already. Hmm? I know, they but already, like, but made Days not, of Future Past, but not in the, but not in the MCU yet, though. This is the first one in the MCU within the what, within just, it. 
Just because you're making a box with your hands doesn't yeah. mean you're making any more sense than you think you are. Because <laughs> it's, it's it's now. All right, <laughs> Dude, hold, hold on. I just want to talk to Hollywood real quick. Hollywood, oh. you're Hollywood. Um, uh, first of all, fi- figure stuff out before you make this movie. <laughs> you do can't you be mean, letting. Do you you mean... can't be letting these stories. <laughs> you can't be letting these stories get mired by controversy that you ha- you just bob- you didn't bother to 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 look up. Listen, that's time, it. And and time's been up, right? So like we're supposed to be like we're now in an age where we have to be more scrutinized. We should have always been this way, but now you got to just be scrutinizing every person that comes that, through. That that's that's the first thing for second of all, good job. You know, you're you're starting to make some of these movies. You got to make more of them, okay? And you got to be okay with letting white people be the bad guys. And I'm talking about Good. Yeah. I'm talking about democratic, liberal, progressive-minded white people Uh-oh. who are still the bad guys. Uh oh. Okay, that's, that's that quote unquote good, right? Because you <laughs> love making the southern Dixie democratic racist people the bad. You love making you know the super racist Republican Uh-oh. dude the bad guy. What, you talking about you gotta be okay. You talking about making the yourself the bad guy? Oh snap! If we're gonna learn something, you gotta be okay with that. But Matt, okay? Matt, Matt Steiner was their friend. He was their friend. They worked together. He was literally <laughs> Judas Iscariot. <laughs> he was literally Judas. He was w- the worst. No, but he betrayed I, but, them. But you but, know what? Black people still forget. He he, he still got forgiven. It, it, it was it was he just did. like Jesus. He still got forgiveness. I and guess there's forgiveness true. there. There's forgiveness there. But, but why was Nick Fury? You gotta recognize. Why was Nick wrong. Fury? Because he didn't have his eye patch at this time, so he could see clearly. You know. So this. So chronologically, chronologically, I don't like <laughs> this bit. What are you saying? <laughs> All right. When you download the Kroger app, you have easy access to savings every day. Get the most out of weekly sales and receive personalized coupons toward your favorite items, all while earning one fuel point for every dollar spent. Because shopping at Kroger, whether in-store or online, is easy. And saving money is even easier with the Kroger app. So get the most value out of every trip, every time. Download the Kroger app now to save big. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Must have a digital account to redeem offers. Restrictions may apply. See site for details. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest, his golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash office hours live. All right, it's time for the cause. Ray review films not based on how much we like them, but whether or not they help the cause of more leading black actors in Hollywood. All right? Um, All right, okay. If we believe it fully helped the cause, we give it a black fist. If we think give it a someone fist. helped the cause, we give it a white palm. If we white think it palm. didn't help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. Don't give it nothing. On the count of three. One, two, three. Pow! Mm. And right, I'm two doing another fists. one. Oh, what? This oh. one's for Gerard. <laughs> There's no need for that. Yeah, I, and also, who knows? He might not have given it a, a fist. Yeah. 
Jarrah was like not wanting to watch this movie. I guess because it was called The Banker. Oh, he thought it was going to be Hidden Figures esque. He's I not wrong. <laughs> it was. I do think it was less Hidden Figures esque because there wasn't a white guy who saved anybody. Uh, but yeah. but they had it was that, a, it the was Bahamas some, house in the chamber. They were like, it was that like little polish, that yeah. little like, huh? Where all the and then you like lift up the the rug and all the dirts underneath the rug. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bahamas thing was weird. Um, it was weird. <laughs> it was like because there was a part of me that was like, this isn't even a happy. Like even if that was true, even if they were like they go to the Bahamas and they lived happily ever after on the Bahamas, I was like, cool. So the U.S. exiled. Them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, the ending of this movie was like two real super smart black people got put in prison and then like had to leave had to leave America to live like a fruitful life. (laughs) They had to leave America. I was like, do you understand what the ending of this movie is? And like, also to not to like make Nicholas Holt be like, I'll do you one last favor. It's like, he's not doing a favor. He's trying to make penance for his sins. And he, and he's not really doing it. It was the least he could do. (laughs) He could have admitted his guilt. <laughs> anyway, all right, and told the truth. Okay, so yep. yep, but but I gave it a fist. Thank you guys because this was great. This movie was freaking great. You know, I do think it's worth watching. Uh, um, you know, if you can somehow get some, you know, maybe get a free. Uh, it's, it's, you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, don't. I guess you're 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 saying if you can get a free. No, I mean like if you, first of all, if you if you have money, you should get Apple, because who knows? Maybe we'll have shows on Apple soon. Who? <laughs> wow, what are you talking about? What could you possibly be talking I, about? I would say you never know. Oh, I'm gonna read a review. This one is from Nguyen Brian, seventeen. Important podcast. My first encounter with y'all was live at South by Southwest when I went to see Jake and Amir. So glad y'all were there too, because this has been one of my favorite podcasts ever since. Oh, that's awesome. I studied theater education at UT and I've brought up your podcast in multiple discussions. Y'all make such hilarious conversation, but also share why it's important right now. And it's incredibly enjoyable. I've learned so much about exceptional and atrocious representation in film. Bray, love the intro bits. James, keep the Hancock bit, but it's time for a different movie. What? <laughs> Jarrah, bring back the swirl. P.S. If y'all review season four of The Wire, I will become a patron. <laughs> if y'all haven't watched The Wire, then oh my God. It couldn't be more perfect for this podcast, especially in light of the events of 2020. Thank y'all. Yeah, but cool. here's the thing. I've talked about so many movies. <laughs> Do you remember the year when I did... <laughs> You did. You really, you were trying to find every time. You were trying to find. You were trying to find it. You were like after Earth. And then I did a year. And then I did a year of connecting every movie to Hancock. Well, that was that was cool. But then they wanted, you know, because then you did Gemini. You did Gemini Man for a little bit, but you didn't commit to it. And then I did a couple months of talking about how bad Hancock is. You said a time for a different movie, not a different. No, but bit. I'm saying, but that just was the return. That to, to... I was a fun. That was a fun return. All right, <laughs> Gemini Man just wasn't the one. We gotta find. I mean, the another right movie. another bad movie. <laughs> Is it bad? We'll figure it out. Uh oh.
Uh oh. <laughs> Bray just starts All right. asking. <laughs> All right. This podcast is way too long. We'll, yep. we'll An see. An hour and 35 minutes. All right. See you we'll next see time. see you guys next week. <laughs> Peace. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcast.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook. What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!